You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to the Bradfoe Show. It's Rob Bradford along with Coop. Nice easy coming on this one. Yeah, there you go. Easing on in. Easing on in. Much like we are to the, the crunch time when it comes to the baseball season, my friend. Uh, not so much crunch time with the rain delay coming in, though. What are you talking about? It's, nice it's one easy. game. It's nice and easy. It's one, it's a, it's Enjoy the day. Focus on the day. All right. Well, I am focused on the day, and today we're focused on a player who has been red hot, uh, Christian Arroyo. And Christian Arroyo... Former first round pick, people know him by now. Been with the Red Sox a few different uh, for a few years now, and uh, up and down injuries, opportunity, injuries, opportunity, and where we've landed now is a reminder that he's a really, really good player. But don't take our word for it. We go right to the source, the guy, one of the guys who know him knows him better than most, and that is Jared Goodwin. What's going on, Jared? How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Good. Jared is the Senior Director of Scouting Operations at Perfect Game. Am I getting that title correct, Jared? That's correct. Awesome. That's correct. Awesome. That's, listen, that's, that you know what, what's what if you have that title. I can tell you that because everyone knows Perfect Game. Everyone knows how important that it is to grow in the game. Um, so, Jared, this is... And, and just uh, to let you know, yeah. he's joined us, joining us on the oh, Harbor the One Hotline. Now, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Okay, Jared. So, talk to me, if you can about uh, your evolution in terms of seeing Christian Arroyo. Because as I said, people around here, when Christian Arroyo gets hot, we're reminded that he's a first-round pick. We're reminded you know, that he has had glimmers of, uh, of, of excellence here. Um, and we've had the conversation for the last year, or actually for the last few months, about getting a chance, Trevor Story, sign, all of it. But you go back a ways with this guy. Tell us about like the evolution, what you saw in this guy out of the gate, and how you saw him progress. Yeah, I think uh, I think the first thing uh, that I want to say is exactly hit, hit on what you said. A, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, it with Christian with with how this is all coming about is exactly what you said: health and opportunity. Um, he had some really like freak injuries hit by pitch in the minors that, that set him back, you know, eight weeks, um, some different stuff, had some oblique stuff, obviously, you know, whatever. Um, but every time this guy's gotten regular at bats, he's hit, you know, it's just one of those things. And, and last year, obviously with, with how the Red Sox played, it just was what it was, uh, when they got hot and finally when he got healthy, but, um, he and I talked this entire off season and, and then obviously this season, um, about just biding your time, you know, something's going to happen. You're going to play, you know, we need to be, we need to be ready, you know, and it was taking the right, you know, reps and, and BP and the, and the right, you know, reps as far as drills, um, and, and getting, you know, getting your body right to, to have this opportunity, but there's nothing that's going on that I didn't think was going to happen. This kid could hit when he was 14 years old. Um, he could hit when he was 18 years old and he can hit now. Um, when he gets, you know, when his body is right and when he gets that opportunity. And he takes care of himself. It's not that. There's been some freak things. And, um, you know, it, it just kind of happens as, as you play every day. So I, nothing right now is, is surprising. This kid has hit since he was, he was young. He was like top ten in his class academically. Uh, really smart kid. And, and he has an extreme belief in himself uh, and, and his teammates, which 
obviously is just kind of contagious in, in any clubhouse he's ever been. Jerry Goodwin joins us, uh, director of scouting for Perfect Games, known Christian Arroyo for a long, long time. And going back, like you said, this is a kid like that, that jumped out early on. If you can, give us sort of any stories, anecdotes, first impressions of, of him because – I don't think people around here, like, we look at it as, oh, you picked him off, up off the waiver wire uh, in 2020, right? And then, actually, they DFA'd him a couple days later, and now he's getting a chance here, chance there, but he's not even uh, – even they signed Trevor Story to take his spot, then they have to put him in right field. But going back, going back to first when you were introduced to him, you must have some instances of, like, wow, this kid is really good. I, I, think, uh, I think it goes back to – you know, even when he was in high school, like his, his self-awareness of, of the type of person that he is um, was, was evident from, like I said, when he was a freshman in high school. And um, he actually came over and played with, uh, with a travel team that I had started and uh, was on, you know, it's the same, same team that had uh, uh, Bo Bichette and, uh and Nick Gordon and uh, a, a handful of, of other, you know, big leaguers, Nick Vespi, who's with the, who's with the Orioles. He played with Ryan Mountcastle, um, you know, all, all of these different guys. And he just always believed that everybody was going to make it, you know, and, and we were, we were down in a, in a tournament when he was 16 years old. And um, the, the one field we were on ended up having eight big leaguers on the field. And he was the alpha, like it was, it was, it was immediately like anybody that was watching the game, and, and it was the final four of a you know a two hundred team tournament. Um, and, and I remember coaching third base, and he hits a double, and we had no pitching last. I mean, we and we weren't going to bring guys back and try to hurt arms and do all this, but he just looks at me at third base after he'd hit a double. Somebody moved him over to third, and just goes, "Hey, we're going to win this game. We can't win this tournament because we have no arms, coach. But we're going to win this. Like just just let us roll." And I'm like, "Hey, man, you do your thing." Like. Go ahead, man. Like take take control of it. I'm I'm here to watch at this point. And that was the type of confidence he just had had in himself with his game, uh, and and in his in his teammates. And he still does. I mean, it, when we talk, when we do when we do Facetimes to do some hitting stuff, you know, different things. It's always bringing up other guys in the clubhouse too. You know, so it, it's kind of been that day from you know been that way since day one uh, with him. And it's it's pretty. If this kid can, if this kid stays healthy, he's going to be a really, really good Red Sox for a long time. Love to hear that, Jared. This is uh, Coop, and I just I got to ask because you bring up this mentality of having having that alpha personality or be, having that dog in you, as people like to say right now. Mm-hmm. Is that tough? And, and you're 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 running some something like the premier youth clinics and youth uh, tournaments right now for baseball, and mm-hmm. you know you're involved with scouts. I would imagine a whole lot. Do they ever talk mm-hmm. to you about like? There might be too many of these guys on a team, or is is that difficult for you know? This is our little league episode, basically the little league uh, show. So is is it tough for a coach to be balancing that and teaching guys like, hey, like you can't have that mentality of I want to be the guy to make the next out, but you also have to keep in mind that that teammate perspective. I, here's the thing: is I, I think this would go to to baseball, football. I've got a couple guys that played for me that were starting quarterbacks in the NFL, you know. And I think it's any sport when you when you talk about it, the players know, you know, the players know when something's real or something's not, and the players start to gravitate to the guys that are real. I mean, we we see it and we talk about the dogs, you know, like he's the guy. I mean, he he'll he'll talk about you know Bogey and and talk about how that's that's the guy, like he's he's 
he could be as good as he wants to be, you know, and, and the, recogni- the the guys that are real, the guys that are alphas, they recognize other people that have that same instincts and have that same mentality in them. And they're, they form a, a different type of respect, I think, for each other. Um, you know, it, it's not always easy as fans. Um, it's, it's not always easy, even though they're, 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 so many great coaches out there. It's not always easy for coaches to know what's going on, but the players do, you know, and they, they understand the people that are real and the people that aren't. And I think that's regardless of anything that's, that's happened in his career. I think a lot of his teammates understand that, you know, he's a real alpha, you know, and, and it's so much fun for me to sit back and I get to drink a beer on my couch and watch <laughs> him. Um, but the conversations after the game, a lot of them, like my, my text message to him last night after three hits was, uh-huh. You know, that's plain it. and simple. And he knew what he was supposed enough, to like, do. Uh huh. That's it. You know, and and he just texted me back. You know, hard to. I mean it. He he's like, this is fun. We got to get this thing rolling. You know, it wasn't like, oh, three hits. Yeah, I need to get my average. I need to get this. It was we need to get this thing rolling. You know, it's almost team, being like that glue guy in the dugout. A hundred percent. And and this is him talking to me. It's easy enough. It's easy enough in a text message conversation to make it about yourself. You know. Yep. But that's it, it. Immediately goes to. You know, hey, we got to roll. Like it's time. Like, how, how else you know, am I going to pull everyone got, in to also get on that level? A hundred percent. You know, and, and the players realize that it's hard for us sometimes. It's hard for coaches sometimes. So many things going on. So many variables. But the players know. Jared Goodwin, the director of scouting operations, a perfect game joins us um, to talk about what's what with Christian Arroyo. So when Christian. He obviously showed a lot of flashes the last couple of years. I mean, all 2020 showed flashes, 2021 shows flashes derailed by injuries, so forth and so on. But when we entered this year, we fully thought that he was going to be the starting second baseman. And, and I think we he was on our podcast, and that's how we were talking about him being the starting second baseman. Then March rolls around, and here comes the Trevor story, and I was down there, and he handled it perfectly. I mean, whatever is best for the team, I'll play wherever. Yep. I mean, but then he gets stuck out right field, which is, I'll just say it, it was, it was unfair to him. And, and so when that happens... As you know, that you aren't saying anything out of confidence with him, but for for a guy who came up with him, a friend of his, you must have been like, "Come on, man, come on, just give the guy a chance." Well, and a lot of it, even with the outfield stuff, you know, we we were texting, you know, texting, and and like I said, when we when we get on some Facetimes to do some other things, um, we we would talk about all of it, and and the, the outfield, like he he knew he was not a good outfielder, you know. Um, and, and it was just crazy to me because it's, it's so easy outside to just bitch. You know, I just, I just want to, I just want to, you know, tell him how I feel and like, this shouldn't be happening. But he was actually asking Trevor's story, you know, about his journey and what he's done and all this different stuff. So there's no rivalry. It's just, Hey, I'm in the, I'm in right field. Trevor's, Trevor's going to come in and play second base. Like, let me pick his brain. You know, this guy, this guy's been a multi-time all-star. Um, he's a, he's a good individual. He's, he's clearly had a, had a really good young career. Um, so I, I guess it, it just goes to show again where, where it goes when we talk about personalities that this wasn't a rivalry. It was still like, how, how can we win? And when he struggled early, it, it really, really wore on him um, to the fact of him telling me, like, I look up at the scoreboard and see my average, and I know I'm not helping the team, you know? And I'm like, dude, you're still you're you're seeing more pitches at bats than you've ever seen. Uh, you're you're still 
going in and, and moving runners and doing all this. And, you know, some of these, I mean, he had multiple hundred mile an hour exit velos that were right at people, just some bad luck. And then of course, when you're playing once, twice a week, it, it can, you know, compile in a negative way pretty quick, but it was still all about, you know, how can I use the people in my clubhouse to get, to get me better, to help the team more, you know, and, and that's the, most of the time, and it, it, it sounds bad, but a lot of times in clubhouses, uh, you know, it's not that way. It's still a competition with the other guy that, you know, is playing your position, and it's just not for him. He, know, he knows if he's healthy and he gets the opportunity he's going to hit, and if he has to do in a right field, you know, maybe hopefully hopefully they let him know before the offseason so we can, we can really work out there. <laughs> yeah, but, right. You know, do something, you know, but it is what it is. They got, they got a really good player that, you know, when he's healthy, he's great too, and if it if it's better for the Red Sox, then so be it. Let's let's roll. Well, they I'm listening. I mean, they're going to find a spot. He keeps doing this and, and keeps proving. So they're going to find a spot for him. There's no way around it. And Jared Goodwin, senior director of scouting operations, a perfect game. And Jared, I really appreciate all the insight you have to Christian Arroyo. I think we all came out of this conversation a lot more educated, and I don't want to say optimistic. We were already optimistic, but excited. About, I can tell you, I'm appreciative. Yeah, that he's on appreciative. The Red Sox. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so. But the last thing I want to ask is since you're uh, uh, obviously you see a ton of these guys, a ton of these players, and we just went through the draft, and I'm just noticing your Twitter account, and that would be, uh, by the way, at Jared, G-E-R-E-D, Goodwin, three, number three. Uh, Mikey Romero follows you. Are you familiar with this young man? Yeah, so he was in our All American game. I've seen him. Uh, I've seen him play for a long time. Um, you know, same with another one of your big prospects, uh, Tristan Casas. Guys that I was lucky enough to see at 13 years old. Um, was he just Mikey as big is, then? Uh, what's that? Was he just as big then? Tristan Casas, absolute monster. Yeah. He was an absolute monster. Reclassed up, like he was. He was actually old for the class when he first started. Reclassed up to kind of get in his age group. Uh, he was an absolute monster. His dad, he's in, his dad he's a is tank. a huge human being. You know, I mean, they're just big. They're just big country strong guys. <laughs> and and I saw I saw Tristan at 14 years old, topspin a home run at a big league spring training park. Um, it, it was just un, unbelievable that you know big leaguers. Not a lot of big leaguers can can topspin home runs, and, <laughs> and he did at 14. But Mikey in particular um, grew up in a in a house where. He's, he's, he might not be the best athlete in his house, you know? I mean, just fascinating, just kind of fascinating stuff. But um, he is such a professional at 18 years old. Everything he does is so smooth. He's not strong yet by any means. Um, and it's a sweet left-handed swing. But it's, it's like the IQ, like the calming, the calming presence of like, I'm going to make all these plays. I'm going to grind out at bats. I'm going to spray the ball around. When I'm strong, I'm going to hit for power. Um, he's that classic kind of projection guy, but the feel for the game, the IQ for the game is, is unbelievable with Mikey. He is, he is a fantastic, uh, kid. I mean, human being, like he's just, he's just great. And it's such a professional, uh, mindset that he has that it's the only, the only way that he's not a really, really good big league regular is, is if the unfortunate happens with an injury or with, with something like that, because he's just so focused, so determined, so professional. And the tools are the tools are there. Everything's just so smooth. I mean, he's everything just kind of a graceful athlete. 
um, with Mikey. So it's going to be really fun to watch his uh, watch his career, and his sisters are going to be on his tail um, <laughs> to make sure that he he makes it and and he does big things because they obviously have to. So. All right, Jared Goodwin, excellent job. And like, listen, I mean, in this in this sad trombone of a Red Sox season, sometime I think you've gotten everyone fired up for, about the here and the now and the future and all of it. That Tristan Cass's talk got me. Yeah, going. yeah. Listen, let's go, let's go. <laughs> uh, but hey, I, I hope we hope to talk to you again because not only obviously you gave us great insight with Christian Arroyo, but with all these guys and uh, just listen, you're a friend of the family. You're a Bradford show. Anytime you want to call in, anytime you want to get the word out. Uh, about anything perfect game-wise, let us know. But we really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, I'll be up there in September. I'm coming to see him, so I hope to see you guys soon. In studio, baby. Okay. In studio. All Live right. taping. All right. All right.